To answer your first question, or second question, rather, uh, you're Alyssa. That's right. And you're you're Gabriel. Yes. Okay, that's good. Your soap smells like a candle. You smell like a candle. You're a candle woman. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we're just, uh, we're just, uh, we're just oh a pair of friends who... Just a couple uh, of friends. ...have a microphone and we talk. We decided for some reason that it would be a good idea to try well, and actually, give advice. Well, actually, the reason was... Okay, okay, so here's what happened. Here's, here's what the happened. story. Okay, Here it okay. is. Buckle up. So, our friend Rogerio and our friend Ali, they both had wedding receptions on the same day, but also... Not our, to each other. Yeah, not to each other. Not to each but other. But then uh, two of our other friends also had to go to the airport that day because they they're engaged. They are engaged, they're engaged to each other. They're engaged, uh, and so they had to fly to her home state so that he could woo her parents. Uh, and, and because that's how that works, uh, I think. Uh, but then we were we were driving. We took them to the airport, and then we were we were. This was in Gabe's we were, car. We were driving home. I didn't need to be there. I we just were, was. We were driving home, and you said, "Hey, let's make a podcast." <laughs> and then Gabe said, "Uh, huh, uh okay. no, no. What, what? You get to do my voice. I get to do your voice." Okay. Gabe, Gabe said, "Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was." I was thinking about doing a podcast. I was thinking about that. Was I? Yeah, you brought this up. Did I? It was not me that said, let's do a podcast. You Why said, did I think this was all your idea? <laughs> probably because I took over. <laughs> I think it was probably one of those situations where I suggest something expecting no one to take it seriously. Oh, Which is and then half I... of the suggestions I give. Right. But no one can tell because you give them all... The same delivery. That's because I have a very sincere face. <laughs> it's true. He has one of the sincerest faces. Children, trust me. <laughs> Not when you use that cadence, they don't. That's so disconcerting. Anyway. This was Gabe's idea, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not convinced of that. Uh, we can appeal to the other two people who were in the car when you brought it up for the first time. Uh, because they were, in fact, in the car when you brought it up. They were? Yes. And he said, Gabe, I'd do a podcast with you. And now I'm doing a podcast with you instead of him. Well, anyway, that basically answers the age-old question, why are we here? We're here... Because one of us decided it was a good idea to do a podcast. All right. Now that we've got that established, let's pretend we just started. Let's pretend this is the beginning. Okay. Okay. You smell like soap. Oh my gosh. That's because I'm clean, Gabe. I'm clean. I'm clean too, but I don't smell like soap all the time. Well, it's not my fault that my soap is very aromatic. Okay. Is this going to be well, a distraction the now that we've started. Now that we've Jeez started. Louise. What you Hello. said, let's make it like how we've started. Oh my that's exactly gosh. How... I meant we go into the introduction, Gabe. <clears throat> okay. Hello and welcome. This is Not Good, Just Free, an advice podcast where a couple of friends in their early 20s try to cure the world's ills in 30 minutes. I'm Alyssa. And I'm 22. I'm Gabriel. <laughs> Gabe, do you have a fact for us this that week? That accounts for my half of the early 20s. How old are you these days? I'm 23. I'm not that much older than you. Did you know that for a while, the Great Western Railroad, 
which is the railroad that services the southwestern areas of England and Wales, tried to use a wide gauge. This provided more comfortable, or rather smoother rides, and allowed them to create wider coaches. Uh, but it was not adopted by the other railways in Britain, so they went back to the normal gauge, which they are to this very day. I've been on some great western trains. Me too. That's fun. Wider gauge of what? Uh, the gauge is the distance between the rails. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Thanks, Gabe. That reminds me, who's our sponsor this week? I'm so glad you asked. This episode of Not Good, Just Free is brought to you by Raining Only in the Morning. Raining Only in the Morning, either you don't dress for it and you're damp all day, or you do and you look like an idiot for half of it. Just give up. What if you have an umbrella? Well, then you're carrying an umbrella. Do you always carry an umbrella? No, I lost my umbrella three years ago and I still haven't found it. Let's get into our questions. I hope Audible finds us someday. <laughs> or Blue Apron. Then I might get free food. <sighs> What's something you'd want to get sponsored by? Like, besides, like, the normal ones. Like, if you could get sponsored by something other than the normal ones. Um, the White House. Really? Now? Oh, just to say that we did it. <laughs> I mean, how, how how many podcasts do you know are sponsored by the White House, huh? That's true. That's very true. Um, I just wanted to thank you guys for sending in questions. We got some really good questions. Enough that we had too many to put into one podcast. Oh, which Alyssa. Means, what? Is this the part where we start answering questions? I was getting to that. Oh. Yeah. was... <laughs> I was leading into I was saying thank you for sending us questions We really appreciate it We couldn't do this without your questions And Well we could, we'd just make up fake questions Well that's true But we did in fact get questions These are from people who have sent us questions To the email uh, Our first question comes from Henry Henry says Hi I am conducting an informal ranking of every drinking fountain on BYU campus. I am unsure of the best way to rank them. How big of a role do you think that water temperature should play in determining a fountain's overall score? Much thanks, Henry. Basically, there are three dimensions along which water fountains may be measured. Okay. Height, which is the least important dimension. Water pressure and temperature. All right. And being one of the two important dimensions, temperature definitely should play a large role in determining a fountain's overall score. If it's too warm, then you don't want to drink that. But if it's too cold, then your teeth, they, they hurt. Mm. They get tired, sore, frozen. Frozen. That's very true. Frozen. Very true, Garrison Keeler. I think also, I, I would agree that height and temperature and water pressure are all very important. You don't want to be putting your mouth on the spigot because the water pressure is too small. That Nobody likes that. But I would say as well that uh, if 
water from water fountain is too minerally. It is unpleasant. I forgot about that. Yes. And then it's like, hey, my turn still. It it, it can be too minerally. Or you know that like weird, like dry aftertaste where you're like in your mouth where you feel like you feel like you didn't drink anything at all. Yeah. I get that whenever I drink cranberry juice. I feel like that's cranberry juice's prerogative. Um, But water should not do that. You should feel quenched. Uh, And I feel like also sometimes like grittiness, like if there's like, if you feel like it's like, I don't know, like rough, coarse water, hard, not hard water. That's different. But like, I don't know. Coarse water? Water that needs to be sanded down? (laughs) Yeah, basically. Uh, Water that needs... (laughs) Okay, forget coarse, forget gritty. (laughs) But mineraliness and that weird dry aftertaste, definitely not great. Let's, let's just actually answer say, this question. Let's just say yeah. that of the factors that go into rating a water fountain correctly, temperature is one of them. Temperature is certainly one of temperature them. Temperature is one. Yes. I actually, Henry, uh, just today had a water fountain recommended to me as one of the best on campus. The person telling me this did not know about your question, um, but it is it is one I think you ought to try to visit while you're doing your ranking, uh, if at all possible. It's in the insect collections, like behind the scenes in the Bean Museum. So I don't know how you're gonna get back there, but if you can get access, I think I I would say that that water fountain is in fact the ideal in uh, height, water pressure, and temperature. Uh, it was neither too cold nor too warm. But was it minerally? It it was not minerally, and it didn't Great leave... Great Scott. It didn't leave that weird dry aftertaste cranberry. in my mouth. Why did you say cranberry? Because cranberry juice always makes my mouth dry. It's not a word association game, Gabe. Uh, so it, it, it... Maybe your life isn't. Uh, it didn't have the weird dry aftertaste. So I think that was a very good one. I think I think you're on the right track there, Henry, uh, in making sure that water temperature is one of them. Why don't we move on to another question? This one is from Austin. Dear Not Good Just Free Advice, or NGJF, can I call you NGJF? I take the bus to and from work. It's way cheaper than parking downtown, and it used to be really convenient, but they keep moving around my bus stops for construction and stuff like that. It's starting to get much less convenient and much more annoying. What should I do? Thanks, and have a good one. Thanks, Austin. Uh, should I, I think we should address the first question first. Uh, you can call us... N-G-J-F, or Nagif. Here's something I've been wondering. Yeah. So, let's say you live somewhere where it's really difficult to find parking downtown. Okay. Uh, So, usually it's more convenient to take the bus, but they keep moving around the bus stops because of construction. Wow. Uh, What would you do in that scenario? You know, I've heard it said... That, to catch a bus. See, the thing about this is that this is actually something that happens quite often in in our neck of the woods as well. Well, Because there's construction 
all over the place. But also they keep adding, uh, they just added in that new, that new bus line, the express from Provo to Orem. And that was confusing. They kept moving the buses all around. And over the summer, they moved the farmer's market right in the middle of one of the bus routes. And so it had to move stops every Saturday. How did you deal with that? I took my car. That's not an option. Oh. Well, you asked me how I did deal with it. Oh. Uh, but listen, listen, Austin. I've heard it said, and I believe it's true, that to catch a bus, you have to think like a bus. And I, 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 I don't know how buses think. Honestly, the easiest way to keep track of where the bus stops are is probably to check the website for your local transit authority. They usually post notices about things like this. What do you think, Alyssa? Um, I think that you should try and uh, lure... And honestly, as inconvenient as it may be for the bus stops to keep moving around, I, it sounds like it's still going to be more convenient to track down the bus stop than it is to park downtown if, if your downtown is that busy. Uh, and perhaps not busy, but uh, rereading re the question if uh, parking downtown is that expensive. <coughs> oh, gosh. Whew. Well, that sounds like the final word on that. <laughs> Let's move on to our next question. All right. This one is from Shay. She says, how do you woo someone out of your league? That This brings us back to woo. Is it even possible? No. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> How do I imply to a guy that likes me, I'll only be interested if he wears a really superb cologne that's yummy enough, first of all, I object to that word choice, to mask his personality and his looks. Oof, Shay. Ouch. That is harsh. Feel bad for that guy. Uh, Gabe, what do you think about this? You're, you're our resident romantic expert. What? No, no, you go. Oh, you, you think I should go? Yeah, yeah, you can go. Okay, well, Gabe knew an awful lot about buses. Um, I might have something to say about this. First of all, and I actually, I actually have some serious advice on this one, Shay. Uh, don't think of it like wooing. It's not, I mean... Gabe, are you just going to sigh deeply through this entire thing? Because it's going to screw up the audio quality. No. <laughs> Gabriel. Um, okay. So listen, Shay. The most important thing, don't you dare. I see you prepping for a deep side. Don't you freaking dare. <laughs> Hold it in, buster. Okay. Shay, you and me, listen up. The most important thing in any relationship is to be friends. In a friendship, in a more than friendship, in a future marital relationship, and I am single as heck. So, like, it's not like I... But listen, that's the most important thing always. Because if you're friends first, if you focus on that friendship, then it doesn't matter what happens, you can fall back to that. Or even if things go badly and you, you can't quite, you know, it, it makes it less awkward from the get-go. If you just think about them as a person, I'm sure that they will appreciate that. Just think about them as a person, less as an object of your affections. It'll make it less weird. And just focus on the friendship. Being friends is the most important thing. Gabe? 
So to summarize, basically, uh, you really can't woo someone out of your league. It's uh, it's not possible as you as <laughs> as you as you, get, as you guess. <laughs> You seem, not... you seem disappointed, Alyssa. You seem disappointed. Uh, uh, that's that's Gabe's classic pessimistic pessimistic spin on on the world of romance. Uh... You're gonna get used to that. <laughs> and listen, for this other guy, I feel bad for him. Honestly, me I too. Do. <laughs> um, I feel very bad for him. <laughs> um. Just tell him that you're not interested, uh, because if you need a cologne that is an yummy, don't don't call cologne yummy. It's not for ingestion, Shay. Um, <laughs> if you need a cologne that masks his personality and his looks, uh... he can't smell good all the time. Just saying. <laughs> Now that's we're back all, to the that's, soaps. That's only that's only gonna work for like half an hour, <laughs> and then once it wears off, you'll notice that his personality and looks are subpar. Oh man, um, just tell him you're not interested. It will hurt less that way than yeah. telling him. Well, I mean, I guess if you changed your face and like everything about you, I guess I might like you. That that's terrible. That's so bad. Um, be just be an honest gal, an honest gal. The just honest be straightforward. Gal, the gal who is honest. Yep, it'll you got out, this. Shay. It'll work out better that way. It's gonna be fine. It'll work out better that way for everyone involved. the The world of romance is is complex. Yep. Uh, this next bit is a segment we like to call "You're Asking Us." Wherein we attempt to answer a question that we are extremely unqualified to answer, unlike the other ones that we're just unqualified to answer. Uh, here goes. Here's the question. Hello, Alyssa and the other one. Recently, I've been thinking about starting a business. I've done a lot of research thanks to it tying into my college classes. But the more I look into it, the more I feel overwhelmed with everything that I will have to do on my own, since right now the only employee I will have is myself. Mm. I want to make sure that I do everything right while simultaneously not stressing myself out with the work I have ahead of myself, both in the business I want to make and my current work-life-school balance. How do I make sure I thrive through the stress and prevent overwhelming myself? What advice do you have for someone wanting to start a business? Sincerely, a scared wannabe. I think it's pronounced wannabe. Well, I've heard it both ways. Mm. Well, this reminds me of uh, how I've been trying to start a sketch comedy group for the past two years. Well, three years now. How's it going? I've made two sketches, filmed a third... Oh, really? In, so that's three sketches in as many years. <laughs> uh, it, it's very easy. It's very easy to uh, not work on it, to get distracted and do something else. Yeah. So you have to stick to it. Keep working at it. But... It sounds like you're going to do that, which makes me wonder, what was the question in the first place? Uh, the question was, what advice do you have for someone wanting to start a business? 
Uh, oh, and also, how do I make sure I thrive through the stress and prevent overwhelming myself? And hmm. my instinct you could just do what I do. is to say you're going to get overwhelmed if you try to do all of this. What do you do, Gabe? Um, I don't experience stress. Or most emotions. Yep. I so, get stressed very rarely. So yeah. try doing that. Um, you could also try uh, the other thing Gabe's done, which is just, you know, eliminate emotion. I would recommend uh, breaking it down into smaller pieces. I find that if I try to do one big thing, it feels like it's going to crush me. But if I try to break that big task down into smaller tasks that are more manageable, they fit in places and I'm able to actually move forward. Any other any other uh, advice for someone wanting to start a business? Um, I'd say try- Roth, Roth IRA. Oh my gosh. Let me talk. <laughs> I've heard good things about Roth IRAs. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, before I was so rudely interrupted, you shouldn't try to do it all by yourself. I understand that right now, like, the business doesn't exist, so you don't have any employees. But it sounds like if it ties really closely into your class that you do have resources. So try tapping into those resources as much as you can to get help, like, building the framework for your business and things like that. Like, there are people out there who are who would be willing to help you. Or try Roth IRA, yeah, whatever you, the heck that I'll, is. I'll say, I'll say, if you've, if you've got a good idea... Then a good way to go about it is is looking looking for investors and 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 asking them about the best way to set up a Roth IRA. Oh my gosh. Uh in short, to summarize, Gabe and I know nothing about business. Uh, yeah, why'd you ask us about it? Let's move on. <laughs> uh okay. It looks like it looks like we have one time for one more question. And I think we've got time for just one more question. That's so. Which which one do you think we should do, Gabe? How about this one? Go ahead. Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> okay. This is from Tyler. Tyler has a series of questions for us. How can I get better at finishing projects instead of getting distracted by starting a shiny new one? What sorts of new recipes should I try to make? How can I stop losing to my little brother at tennis? Well, all interesting questions, Tyler. To answer your first one about getting distracted by uh, new projects, this reminds me of how I've been trying to start a sketch comedy channel oh for gosh. two years. Uh, actually, I guess three years now. And the, the trouble is. Uh, I've 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 only actually made three sketches, and then uh, six, in as many years yeah, in as many years, uh, and six episodes of a side series that never went anywhere. That's very true. Um, and the the trouble is, I kept getting distracted and and not working on it. I've had so much free time to work on that compared to most people, and I just didn't. So 
the advice I would give you for getting distracted by starting a shiny new project is to remember that shiny things all become rusty one day, but rusty things stay rusty, and you can count on that. So finish the old thing. I want to answer your most important question, Tyler, which is obviously how to stop losing to your little brother at tennis. So what I did to stop losing to my little brother at tennis is I never started, but that's because he played volleyball, not tennis. Um, I did used to lose to my dad, though, and the solution to that problem ended up being my dad falling on the hiking trail and sustaining a major quad injury that kept him off the court for about seven months. So I'm not sure if you want to go that route, but I definitely don't lose to my dad in tennis anymore. Honestly, it really depends on how vigilant your little brother is. Because the thing about dads is, you know, they're, they're sort of getting on in years. Their hearing's not as good as it once was. So it's a lot easier to sneak up on them and push them down a mountain I, okay. during a hike. I did not. I was not in the country at the time. With little brothers, it's a bit trickier because they're, they're well, I mean, they'll always be younger than you. And it's more agile. Over, overwhelmingly likely that they'll have better hearing than you or at least equal hearing. So I guess step one would be buying your little brother a lot of tickets to loud concerts. <laughs> Over the period of a few years, his hearing will degrade. Uh, at that point, you will be able to more successfully sneak up behind him. Now, I will say this is uh, best executed on a cloudy day, so he can't see your shadow uh, when you sneak up behind him. Uh, so find a nice I... cloudy day, a nice tall mountain, sneak up behind him while you're out of the country, and <laughs> push him down a mountain. I would like to clarify. Then you'll beat I... him in tennis. I did not push my dad down the mountain. I was not in the country. Uh, don't maim your sibling like Look, on purpose. Look, Alyssa, we can't all afford hitmen. <laughs> okay, to go ahead. To answer your recipe question, familiarize yourself. Oh, good heavens, with the word familiarize. First of all, familiarize yourself with the word familiarize, and then try to talk. So, f <laughs> Familiarize yourself uh, with the recipes and ingredients you do know already. And then envision in your mind new combinations for those ingredients. And then just throw them together, baby. This podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Uh, no. If you're trying to oh, cook... Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. If you're trying to cook like Gabe is, you probably need Blue Apron. <laughs> I do have an apron and it is blue. I, this is a crazy thing, man. That is crazy. There's, there's a crazy, blue apron you said right the there. Blue apron, and my, my apron is right there and it's blue, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Flower looks really bright on it. I bet it does. Powdered I... sugar? That too. <laughs> Cinnamon? Yeah. Turmeric? What? Turmeric? It's oh, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> wow, my friend's had a turmeric in his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so
So uh, I think I think we're done. I think we're done. I think we're done. If you have questions, that's it. It's over. If you have questions, send them to notgoodjustfreeadvice at gmail dot com. And not good just for advice is all one word. I'm still Alyssa. And I'm still 22. Please uh, uh, share us with your friends. And remember, if you disagree with any of our advice... Uh, that's fine. You're probably right. It wasn't that good. I'm sorry. But you know what it was? It was, uh, it was free. Oh my gosh. Just say the thing. It's the closing <laughs> bit. You just say the thing. Gabe, you don't <laughs> add on to the closing. <laughs> just say the thing. It goes if you don't if you disagree with our advice. You <laughs> can't do it. This man is such an improv comedian. I script two lines and he physically cannot follow the script. He's physically he's like having a nervous tick right now. He physically is unable to do it. <laughs> it's one line, three words. Can you do it? <laughs> If you disagree with any of our advice, <laughs> you're probably right. That's the line. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're probably right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you so much for writing us questions. We're so sorry. <laughs> uh, please send us more things and tell your friends about us. And remember, if you disagree with any of our advice... You're probably right. Yeah, it wasn't that good, man, but it was free. Oh my gosh. Bye.